How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman, the podcast for all your geeky needs, fashion, and lifestyle tips, all rolled into one perfectly packaged podcast. Okay, I'm sure a lot of you guys are still reeling from the saddening news of Chadwick Boseman's passing. Personally, I was gutted when I heard the news, and I'm sure that it's nothing compared to the pain and loss his family and friends must be feeling. His passing has left a hole in so many lives and has left Marvel in sort of a dilemma. What to do about T'Challa in the MCU? That's today's topic on The Geeky Gentleman. In the gentleman's portion, I'm giving you guys all the tips you need to increase your self-confidence. Alrighty then, enough said, let's jump right into the podcast. Black Panther 2 is currently scheduled for a 2022 release date, with director Ryan Coogler returning as well. After the huge success of Black Panther, Marvel was poised to continue the trend before the devastating news of Chadwick Boseman's death. Without the lead actor who brought the character of T'Challa to life, Marvel has a few choices on the table on how to continue the story of Black Panther. Recast T'Challa. Now, don't freak out when I say this. Hear me out. Chadwick Boseman was the perfect T'Challa, hands down. No comparisons. You had the perfect T'Challa. And we also have to remember that T'Challa is a major player in the MCU. With Iron Man, Captain America, and Black Widow already out of the core Avengers, Marvel was moving T'Challa front and center. With his popularity, it was all but guaranteed that we would be seeing a lot more of T'Challa in the future MCU films. A lot more. We know that Marvel plans their films ahead of time to make sure plot threads are far-reaching across multiple films. T'Challa is one of the main characters to carry the next era of the Avengers. Just off the top of my head, we would have T'Challa in two more Black Panther films. He would have been possibly in the next three Avenger team-up films. And the character has a prominent tie to the X-Men character of Storm, which is hugely important as we know that Marvel is planning to bring the X-Men into the MCU in one way or another. With a character like T'Challa, it would be such a waste to lose an important character that many people have come to love and respect. Of course, there are plenty of people out there thinking that to recast T'Challa would be a dishonor to Chadwick Boseman, and I personally think that they are wrong. Yes, it is sad. It is extremely sad. It's a tragedy, and he's gone. But to lose such an influential and inspirational character as T'Challa, I think would be a larger disrespect to the character and what he means to so many people in the world. I don't think Bozeman would have wanted the world to lose T'Challa. Bear in mind, with COVID already pushing back film release dates and Disney having to recast, if they do decide to go down that route, we'll be lucky to get a Black Panther 2 in 2022. That's already two years away. If Marvel has to push things back even further and move some films around, it might not be until 2023 until we get a Black Panther sequel. I think by then the world will be ready to see the character of T'Challa rise up again, even if he's played by someone else. Pass on the mantle of Black Panther. I think it has always been Marvel's plan to have Shuri eventually become Black Panther. It happened in the comic books, And Marvel's long game has always been to replace the main Avengers with new faces. We have Sam Wilson carry on the mantle of Captain America. Yelena is going to carry on for Black Widow. Kate Bishop is going to pop in and carry on for Hawkeye. Jennifer Walters will carry on for the Hulk. And Jane Foster is carrying on for Thor. 
it makes complete sense that they would have Shuri assume the mantle of Black Panther after T'Challa. I think Marvel had plans for Shuri taking on the mantle of Black Panther well after the character of T'Challa had his three solo films and the Avenger team-up films. Obviously, because of the passing of Chadwick, this might happen earlier than planned. Marvel could possibly have T'Challa die off-screen and Shuri take on the mantle of Black Panther in Black Panther 2. But that would result in the loss of so much rich storytelling the character of T'Challa brings into the MCU. Or, they could continue with their original plan by having the role of T'Challa recast as soon as Black Panther 2 and Shuri become Black Panther after the original trilogy and team-up films. But, there is a third option, and I think it might be a good way for Marvel to buy more time to let people mourn the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Marvel could have Shuri take on the mantle of Black Panther in Black Panther 2. Not because T'Challa is dead, but because he's otherwise preoccupied somewhere else in the world. I mean, he could be off somewhere in Kenya helping an old friend, which would be a great Easter egg for Storm, or he could have mysteriously disappeared, which could also be a good Easter egg leading up to the Secret Invasion storyline. The main point here, though, is that the character of T'Challa is alive and well, but we won't see him at all in Black Panther 2. This way, Marvel is pushing back the newly cast role of T'Challa until Black Panther 3, which would probably come out, let's see, Black Panther came out in 2018, the sequel scheduled for 2022, so another four years would be 2026. That would give the world plenty enough time to get used to the fact that T'Challa won't be played by Chadwick Boseman. This way, we get Shuri as Black Panther earlier than planned, but then the character of T'Challa returns to finish off the original plot threads planned throughout the next phase of the MCU. Once finished, Shuri would have become a much more experienced fighter and will once again don on the mantle of Black Panther after her brother. Reboot the franchise. Now, I don't think this is even being considered at all because of the sheer fact of how popular the Black Panther film is. With so much rich talent in that film, it would be an incredible, an incredible waste to lose all those perfectly casted actors just to reboot a franchise for one character. I don't see this happening. I don't want it happening. Personally, I want the character of T'Challa to live on. With an extreme lack of racial diversity in the MCU, I don't think Marvel should let the character of T'Challa disappear off screen. Chadwick brought such a warmth and regalness to the character of T'Challa, and I will always remember him for it. But the character of T'Challa is much bigger than Chadwick now, and we can thank Chadwick for that. Chadwick's performance and the social commentary within Black Panther have catapulted that film into the hearts and minds of people everywhere in the world, and the world would be a lesser place if we were to let all that the character of T'Challa stands for be swept under the rug because we can't bear to see another actor portraying the character. Of course, it's sad, and I'm going to miss Chadwick, and I'm going to miss him so much as Black Panther, but taking the emotion out of the equation, the character of T'Challa has so much more to bring into the MCU, and as one of the few main racially diverse characters in the MCU, we need him to stay. I would be completely okay with Shuri taking on the mantle of Black Panther earlier than planned just for Marvel to buy more time as they choose the correct actor to take the place of T'Challa. But I do think the character of T'Challa is too important to the MCU and the world to lose. Wakanda forever. 
And with that said, we're going to jump right into the gentleman's portion of the podcast. Confidence is an elusive attribute that evades the best of us. We might be confident in one scenario and in another one completely out of our depths. Some people are naturally confident while others struggle with their confidence. Personally, I'm one of those people who can feel very confident depending on the situation, and other times I really have to remember that even if I don't feel confident, I at least portray that I am confident on the outside. By being confident, you can make good impressions personally and in the professional world, so it's a very handy skill to know how to exude confidence. So, even if you aren't confident, there are several tricks you can use to give off the air of confidence and eventually lead yourself to become a self-confident person in the end. Number one, make eye contact. I cannot stress this enough. Eye contact is crucial for increasing your perceived confidence. Without eye contact, you will appear unintentive and shy. Pay attention in a normal setting with your friends. You'll realize how often your average person will break eye contact. Ever had a good venting session with a friend who really listened? Odds are that friend maintained very good eye contact with you. When you speak, make sure to look at your recipient's eyes. When you listen, make sure to look at the talker's eyes. It's essential to maintain eye contact because the more you break it, the more indecisive and hesitant you'll appear. Just don't stare. Number two, stand tall. You want to fill in your space. You want to keep your shoulders back and your chest up. Besides the added benefit of better back support and improved breathing, standing tall will make you look and feel more confident. Have you ever stood in a room and your eyes catch someone walking into the room who seemed really important? That's because they're standing tall. Unconfident people tend to slouch or minimize their bodies, so to counteract this, practice some power poses. At home, just walk around the room with your shoulders back, your chest up, and walk like you own everything. Number three, speak clearly and slowly. Nervous people tend to ramble on, and they use a low tone of voice, which in turn makes them appear less confident. It's best to speak clearly and slowly. Take your time articulating your sentences, and giving yourself more time will allow you to use better word choices, which will make you seem more confident and even smarter. If you have a tendency to talk very timidly, practice at home speaking clearly with a loud voice until it becomes second nature. Number four, don't fidget. Fidgeting is an obvious indicator of being uncomfortable and hesitant. The good news is, is that most people fidget in one way or another. Most people don't even realize it. Some people may flail their hands about when speaking. Some might constantly shift their weight from one side to another. When interacting with people, try to stand still and only move when it's appropriate. A good tip is to practice speaking with a close friend and ask them to identify any quirks you may have that you haven't noticed. Number five, allow silences. Yes, there is such a thing as awkward silences, but too many people interpret silence, especially when they first meet people, as awkward. But that isn't always the case. Learn to use silences to your advantage. For example, when you finish an important story or sentence, end with a long pause to let it sink in. 
Allow beats between your conversations with others to let them know that you're really listening. Don't neglect silences. Number six, keep your hands visible. You want to make sure that you keep your hands visible and marginally active during conversations. But don't betray rule number four. Don't fidget. You want to use your hands to articulate certain words with deliberate actions. Just don't go overboard. Don't hide your hands in your pockets or cross your arms. You want to keep them visible. Depending on the situation, use your hands to offer occasional moments of touch. This is especially important if you're in a situation where you want to flirt and maintain a sense of confidence. Number seven, take big steps. When you enter, exit, or move around a room, take a wide, sure-footed step with every move. Don't move in a hurry or frantically. Take slow, deliberate, and strong steps to appear confident and everyone in that room will notice you. Just remember, everyone, that we're not confident 100% of the time. The great thing about pretending to be confident is that eventually you'll even trick yourself into actually being confident. The more you practice appearing confident, the quicker and more natural you'll become at it. With your newfound confidence, you'll be able to speak more clearly, command attention, and be respected. And there you have it, gentlemen. Seven tips for you guys to use to bring up that self-confidence. A big thank you again for listening to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. That would definitely give me a happy. Feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at DriftingDecal if you have any style or grooming questions. And I'd really love to hear if you're open for another actor to portray T'Challa in the MCU. If you want more content from me, feel free to visit my blog at www.driftingdudes.com. And until our next podcast adventure, I will talk at you guys later. Bye.